I was supposed to go to Harvard. When I was a teenager, I had this extended family member who essentially said, you're going to Harvard every time I met her. She said, you're going to Harvard, you're amazing. And uh, it really seemed like unrealistic expectations. And, and then it passed off to other family members. And uh, it was a sign of encouragement, but this is where unrealistic expectations can be detrimental. And I think this could be a helpful little discussion to anyone out there who might be pressured into doing things that are unrealistic. There's probably a few people out there who are going through med school, they're going through piano lessons, and in their mind they're thinking, this is really not what I want to do. Well, that's where you have to really be proactive and say, no, this is not my Harvard. This is someone else's dream. This is someone else's ambition. It's not for me. You have to be clear about that. You have to say, no, I'm taking a stand. I'm going to do it a different way. I'm going to do it my way and, and then have a clear plan. And this is the plan that you're going for, right? And I, as I'm getting older, I'm in my 30s now, I'm learning that it's almost best not to tell people what expectations you've set for yourself. Don't tell anyone about the expectations you've set for yourself. In fact, keep those expectations to yourself because they're for you and no one else. And they can be your little Harvard. Make it, make it ambitious or not, or do whatever you feel like, but don't tell people that you're going to be doing X, Y, Z if you think you can't take the heat. Now, since I'm 34 as of creating this, I grew up in a childhood where there wasn't social media. There wasn't this crazy expectation, this crazy comparison. And in today's scrolling culture, you are constantly inundated with expectations of what Harvard looks like to, to an unrealistic scale. You're now being pushed into these incredibly impossible expectations. There are people in wheelchairs who are seeing constant marathon runners and they're seeing success stories and they're like, mm, I wish I could be that person, right? And they can't run. And yet they're thinking that could be me. But they're, they know they're completely paralyzed. They know that's not realistic. And it's, it's biting at them or it's bothering them. And it's really not their Harvard. It's not their... It's not their true calling, and they're just, they're just 
getting wrapped up in unrealistic expectations for the world. There are hundred-year-olds out there who who have run marathons, and and the first thing that somebody on a YouTube comment might say is, "Huh, wonder why they didn't do it faster," right? You'll get that if you go on any comments on any social media platform. I would say nine times out of ten, the comment has a negative connotation. There's a negative sentiment to it. It's, it's tough to find the positives. You could try to find it. Some some videos out there encourage positive energy, and and those are great. But there's also a lot that don't encourage it. And even the positive energy, you know, maybe that's just not the right thing. Because you want to be a realist, right? You don't want to be telling people, hey, you could be in Harvard. Because then that's maybe causing some sort of unnecessary stress. And maybe it's not even in line with what that person wants, right? I don't even know anything about Harvard. And it, and it just sort of stuck with me. Somebody saw my amazing grades for, I don't know, a couple semesters, and they said, wow, that person's going to go to Harvard. That person should go to Harvard. And then it stuck, and that was the thing. And there's nothing against other people, right? They're, they're plenty entitled to set expectations, as they should for others, because it helps them pass the time, or it's maybe more enjoyable than the life that they have. It doesn't have to consume you. You don't have to say, hmm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. That's my dream. It's someone else's dream, but it's mine now. You don't have to deal with that. You don't have to go through that. You got to find your own itch, and you have to scratch it. In my case, there were a bunch of children's books that I wanted to write, so I scratched the itch. Didn't really talk about it much, and then before you know it, I wrote 80 children's books. Then same with videos. Wanted to put out a bunch of videos and then now I'm over a thousand videos on YouTube. Most people probably don't watch them. I mean, there's 7 billion people, so no one's ever going to watch everything that you do. Doesn't really matter whether people are watching or not. That's why it doesn't really matter whether somebody sets some odd expectation like, you should be doing this Harvard thing. I mean, this is all for you. Especially if... I, I mean, especially because these people might only see you once every five years and their opinion matters that much. No. It's not necessary. There's a lot of Gen Z people out there who are getting in all of this existential angst over this and they're they're in despair and then they just want to off themselves and they want to be done with life because they haven't figured out what that true calling is they don't want to try things out they they're pigeonholed into some sort of expectation that others have set for them so they're hooked on piano lessons they want to get out of it they hate piano lessons they're still doing it. They know that they should be drawing elephants or making some benches or going for 
marathons or competing in Ironmans. They have all these wild dreams, and then they sit and they don't do them because they figure they have to pursue something that someone else told them to pursue. And that's the thing about life. If you don't deal with it, then life happens to you, not for you. If you sit around all day, maybe you're fired from a job or you don't have any sort of thing that you want to try out, you're just sort of sitting around, uh, life is going to happen to you, and usually in a bad way. Uh, you don't have a clear calling or you're sitting around too long, here's what's going to happen. I know. I've done this before. You'll, you'll drain your savings. You won't have any savings. And this will happen faster than you think. Time goes by really fast. The days are quite boring if you're doing nothing. You're not pursuing your particular Harvard, the thing that you are interested in. The days will will trudge along, you'll lose all your savings, you'll go bankrupt, you'll live on the streets unless you have amazing friends or family to keep you there, but they won't keep you there long enough, so you'll 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 drain that you'll drain those accommodations, right? Because you're sucking the life out of everyone else. And then you'll be on the streets. And then you'll get addicted to something to pass the time because I'm sure the streets are not the most exciting thing. So you want to have some sort of excitement. So you'll go and you'll get some drugs, you get addicted, and then that's your life until you die. So that's what will happen. It's not the most pleasant thing, but that's the reality. And I guess you should be in despair if you haven't figured it out yet. So what do you what do you do? Well, I mean, shoot, there's a ton of people. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, they haven't figured it out. And we're all just sort of children. Children plus 10 years, children plus 20 years. You don't just automatically become some amazing individual just because you're 20 years older than a two-year-old or 30 years older. You're just not that far off from being a child. So it's life is not as easy as it might seem. Life could actually be quite difficult for a lot of people. I'm not saying it will be easy to figure this out, but you sort of just have to keep trying things. That's probably the best way to do it. And uh, once you've figured out what sort of resonates with you, find it interesting, I don't know, keep doing it. See what happens. Uh, try to make it easy to do as well, right? So people make life difficult when they want to go for a run. Okay, they make it difficult because they don't have any gym clothes, they don't have any running shoes, they don't have anything 
easily accessible. They have to go up five flights of stairs to go and get some shorts and put those on. No, you should probably just go to bed in your running shorts and your t-shirt. Go to bed in, in, in the clothing that you could wear right when you wake up. And uh, have those running shoes nearby so it's super easy to throw those on and uh, start with a walk around the block. I don't, I don't know. Don't make it so difficult. Just see if you even enjoy moving around. Uh, if, if I do absolutely nothing for a week, I gravitate towards a jog. If nobody told me to do anything for the next week, there's a really good chance that I'll just go for a jog one of these days. It's an itch I have to scratch. I have to go for a jog. Nobody's telling me to do it. I just, I just want to. I have to. And I, and I obsess over the idea of it. So I, I do it. Figure out what that is for you. Whatever that Harvard is. And, and pursue it. Don't worry about Uncle Charlie. He's telling you you're the next amazing guitarist and you should keep practicing guitar. When you stopped playing guitar 25 years ago, well, maybe it's not your thing. You're going to wake up, right? You're going to wake up, you're 100 years old, and you're going to be wondering why you didn't do the thing that you really wanted to do. You're going to have these regrets. And it's probably nothing to do with work. Well, I think people should have regrets over the work that they didn't do. Because we always tend to let the life happen to us, not for us. And then what that means is you end up going for a job, say instead of hitting the streets and living on the streets, you decide to turn it around. You take any job you want. It doesn't matter. You take it because that's, that's what you want to go with. That's what you want to pursue. Then you find out that you're stuck. You're going to have to do this job for the rest of your life. Because you're exhausted at the end of the day, you can't think about what it is you actually want to try out, so you don't try it out, and then you're continuing to do this. And this is your life. And it's some second-rate approach. And it's addicting, because you have these vices. TV, social media, Netflix. Vices that have been well-built and designed and replicated to a point where they're just like a casino. You have the Las Vegas of the world surrounding us. It is, it is everywhere around us. Everywhere you go, Las Vegas is here. You look at your phone and that is a mini Las Vegas of addiction, of, of endless darkness. There's nothing good about it. I have a marketing degree. I went into marketing because it was an itch. I had to scratch it. It's fascinating to me. But what's really fascinating to me is the darkness of marketing these days that nobody talks about. There's the darkness of Harvard, right? 
Harvard's really nothing special. Harvard, that education is accessible anywhere online. It's also the same kind of education that you get in any university. So the idea that Harvard is some special unicorn, it's not. But in this example, we'll say it is, it is a special thing. Sure, it's the best school in the world. We'll, we'll give it that. It's something that you can attain. It's, it's anything that you want it to be in any other school, right? Uh, what Harvard gives you is an amazing network of people. Some really bright, intelligent people go to Harvard. That's what you're actually paying to go to Harvard for. If you're paying Harvard to just go there and go to school and go home and not talk to anyone, it's probably the worst kind of spending that you could do. It's, it's there for socializing, for networking. It's the only reason to go to school. And in marketing... The marketing world tells people that they have to go to school to get a good degree, to get a good job, and uh, to sort of be in that production line. There's nothing wrong with that. If you don't know what it is you're going for, then choose that thing. Sure, give it a try, right? And, and go for it. But here's the thing about these universities. They sort of get you into this, take all of these different courses that have nothing to do with your degree. And they get you sucked in. That's what you gotta watch for. So watch for that, avoid that. Try to do something that's relevant to your, your education and stick to that and follow through for the four years. Otherwise, don't waste your time. It's a waste of money. Try to socialize. I didn't socialize, but I'm not a good example. So that's what you have to watch out for, is people setting these unrealistic expectations because it puts you at this, this state of despair and you say to yourself, well, I basically have an F in life now. What's the point? And you don't really want to do that. You just have to figure it out for yourself. And it's near, it's not impossible, but it's very, very difficult to get away from all the social media and stuff telling you what you have to do and who you have to be. And, uh, it's such a drain. If you get away from it, you just sort of sit with yourself, right? Just sit there and, and just write it all out. Here's my thing. Here's what I want to go for. The next day, week, month, three months, year, three years, five years, ten years, twenty-five years, fifty years. This is what I want. You write it out and you let that sit with you. And if you keep thinking about it tomorrow, the next day, then you should probably go for it. One step at a time. Why am I saying this? I'm not even done with life. But there are people who are in their 20s who are maybe in the same boat as me. They've been told that they have these amazing 
things that they could achieve, amazing potential, and they're letting it just eat away at them. And they're just, they're just, they can't handle it anymore. They're done with it. All I'm here to just say, it's okay. Let it just flow right off of your shoulders. Just, you know, your shoulders tense up and you just have to let it all bounce off of you. Ignore it. A reason why you should ignore it is because nobody knows what's good for your life except you. Well, that's not true. There are people out there who I'm sure can give you some advice, but uh, take it with a grain of salt. Because everyone's sort of on their own journey, you know? Everyone's... Everyone's pursuing a different thing, and it's too exhausting to try to figure it out. How are you ever going to improve if, if you take advice from, you should go to Harvard, you should take up guitar, you should play piano, you should do some marathons, you should read a hundred books this year, you should get that toy, you should have kids, you should get married, you should get divorced, you should jump off a bridge. You should buy an air conditioner. You should buy a heater. You should buy a fan. You should buy this. You should buy that. So many people recommending different things. Oh, this is what you should do. Yeah, that's what you should do. Nobody's, nobody needs any of that garbage, really. Nobody needs to hear any of it. You know what the answer is. You don't need to listen to anyone. You know deep down inside of you what it is. By the time you're 20... You've got it all figured out. You literally do. You know what it's all about. It's just about living life. Just just give it a go. And you make changes along the way, but you've got it figured out. It's it's inside of you. It's inside of me. It's it's inside of all of us. So Take some time, figure out what that Harvard is. Hey, could take 10 years to figure that out. Maybe you have to keep trying a bunch of things. I don't know. Give it a try. See what happens. And who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. But uh, you only have one life to live, so... Figure all of that out. Uh, maybe if you're stuck, then you might have to reprioritize. You might have to delete this, delete that. Remove that person from your life. Right? It's one good thing. Like One thing that I was good at was cutting people out of my life. It's cool. To the point where I don't have too many people in my life. But I was sort of living with that, right? You hit your 30s and, and people are so worried. You see a lot of these videos that pop up, right? It says, oh, I was supposed to have friends or, well, some video like this, right? I was supposed to do this. And, and, the, and the people making the videos, they're in this despair, right? They're, they're just in this hole 
and they can't dig themselves out of it because they think that this is everything. Oh, I can't get a girlfriend, or I can't do this. It's disastrous, and I can't live like I can't live life like this anymore. And they've given up because they decided that that it, that this is some sort of unrealistic thing. And, and they just they put they put all of their hopes and dreams around it, and it's not even the right thing, right? You're going, you're going for that med school degree, and it's not even the right thing. You'll be completely miserable, but you're doing it anyways. And you end up failing because you weren't a hundred percent all in, and you have to be. So then. You're now in a disastrous position with tons of debt. So, what do you do about that? I mean, what do you do? Do you just give up? I mean, you're just going to have to try a different thing, try a different approach. There's people out there, they look, they're not, they're not the most appealing individuals to the real world. They don't want to have girlfriends, they don't want to have, or they, they want to have girlfriends, but they, they're putting too much pressure on the idea of it. So they're coming off, you, I mean, even if they manage to get a date, right, they blow it. As someone like me, right? Like you have to get to know me. I blow so many dates. I've been on so many terrible dates because I'm a certain type of individual that only fits with a certain type of person. And it takes forever to figure that out. I'm 34 and I'm still single and uh there's some some hits and misses, and I keep trying, but I'm looking at it from a positive perspective. The prime time for me, it's still it's still going. There's still prime time. I could be 50 years old if I'm jacked when I'm 50. If I'm in incredible shape when I'm 50, then it's still prime time. And that goes for men and women. So. You just have to plug away and let it just wash over you. And, and I'm no perfect shining beacon example, right? I mean, you'll see a bunch of people on YouTube who are much more... Take advice from them. But they haven't really lived it, right? They haven't really lived and trudged in the in the mess and the difficulty. They haven't struggled, some of them. They've just had it all easy to them. Let me tell you, I've 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 gone through some disastrous relationships. And um some that worked out well. But it's never been perfect, that's for sure. And I just try to keep learning. And I try to get more and more comfortable with who I am. Here's who I am. Take it or leave it. Uh, I'm not wearing my glasses, but if I put my glasses on, take it or leave it. Here's the thing. This is almost like the BS detector, right? 
If you can get past the fact that I look terrible with these glasses on, you've seen it in other videos, if you watch any of my other content. I mean, I don't look very good in glasses. I can't really wear contacts because it's, it's kind of dangerous for my eyes. So uh, I just go with the glasses, right? But I could put contacts in for an hour or two before the eyes get super red. And uh, I could do that. But hey, this is what I look like without glasses. And you know, if you stayed with me long enough, guess what? Where it matters most, I won't even be wearing my glasses. So uh, that's the thing, right? There's, there's little appearance things that I think people get wrapped up in, right? Oh, you're too short, or you you think you look ugly in the face, or this or that. Well, guess what? When you're in a dark room and you're canoodling or whatever, does it really matter how tall you are? Does it really matter what you look like? If you're in a dark room, it doesn't matter. What matters is... Do you have a personality? Are you funny? Can you be yourself? What's your what's your what are you interested in? Talk about that. You like watching movies? Cool. Talk about that. Talk about that. Somebody else likes movies out there. So many people like movies. You'll find somebody. Oh, you like World of Warcraft. Great. Find that person. Boom. Long-term connection. I watched a video recently of like one of the most ugly person. Uh, this person self-identified as the ugliest person in the world, the least attractive individual. That's that's what they called themselves, right? And they posted a video where they found somebody who, from a superficial superficial standpoint, looks quite attractive. So this individual managed to turn their life around and uh, they found that individual. So it's doable. It might take some patience, but it's doable to find it. So that's that's just how it goes. I think anyone could, could figure it out. And you have to get through your own demons, right? might not be easy, but you just have to get through it. And uh, that's what you have to do. And if you do that, you'll be successful. It'll work out. But once again, you're looking at unrealistic expectations of what beauty is, right? This is, I'm trying to bring it back into this supposed to be this, supposed to be that, supposed to go there, supposed to do that. Bringing it back to that, and it's all about this unrealistic expectation. A lot of people think they are uglier than they actually are, right? And they don't realize that some dude in a wheelchair is cleaning up house out there. Some paraplegic is doing just fine with the ladies or the men, and they're doing just fine out there. So why? Why? Well, I found a few people in wheelchairs that did happen to find a true love individual. And 
it actually comes back to the fact that they had a personality, they had a passion around something that interested in them. I had watched a video about this guy who's stuck in a wheelchair, very brittle bones, and he did a TED Talk, amazing motivational speaker. I was hooked. I was intrigued. I was watching the whole time. I was captivated. Turned out he had a wife, loving wife, amazing individual. The person that was talking was amazing. I couldn't get enough of it. And I realized this guy... This guy is one beautiful human being, right? You get past this outer, this exterior image, and you really get to know the individual. You find out that they deserve the world, right? So, don't worry about it. There's people out there in their 40s, and they... They can't seem to figure it out, right? They just can't seem to figure it out. Don't worry about it. It'll come along, right? It'll come along. It'll work itself out. If you if you figure out that thing, that, that gravitational pull, and you, you just put your efforts into that, you'll figure it out. Because... When you least expect it, that that person over there, you find that person interesting and then you have a conversation. You say, we should connect again sometime, have a coffee and get together. And I don't know, it comes naturally that you were able to have a conversation with them. Great. It works out. Could take years, right? But uh, if you if you have this unrealistic expectation, like, well, I want to be meeting 150 women today, and I want them all to say yes, you're going to be sorely disappointed because it's not a realistic situation. Some guy out there is cleaning house, and you think that's a realistic life situation for you. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. That individual could be miserable, or they could be dead, or they could be AI, artificial intelligence. You don't even know what's real anymore. That's the thing. This world, it, most of it's made up. You don't know if that person wrote that amazing 10,000-word article. You don't know if that person created it. You don't even know if I'm real, right? You don't even know if I am in this video. You just think that this is this is life. Oh, you have to be that person. You don't have to be anyone. Be yourself. Find that itch. Find the Harvard of your dreams, right? And scratch it. That's all I can say. Otherwise, we're all supposed to be in Harvard. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye.